curse from our country we say that we brought you and our storehouses are there over wide the floodgates are And 
just welcome you, living God, God of our fathers, Lord, slow to anger and abounding in loving kindness, keeping covenant with a thousand generations who love you and keep your commands. Just lift your voices and begin to worship him. Worship him. Worship you, God. You who made the heavens and the earth. Who's like unto you, O Lord, among the gods. Glorious in holiness. Awesome in praises. We worship you, God. We are 
Trumpet in Zion. Consecrate a the warrior's pride 
of the Native American, I declare this is day one of new covenants throughout America. What should have been done in the 1600s and failed, we declare from this stadium and every one of you representatives that this nation will begin a new journey from coast to coast, from south to north, with the gospel of the kingdom of God. I declare this day as I welcome you back into the land as a representative of First Nations people. I say welcome to America. You are welcome. The new kingdom of God is on the move. We declare this. Now, my hello.
We're going to present the congregation before the Lord, a solemn assembly. You are going to be presenting yourself before the Lord. This whole day is not about horizontal, it's about vertical. It doesn't matter to me whether you like the music or not today. The question is, does God like the music of our hearts? That's the whole issue of the day. And so in this very moment, we are going to present ourselves before the presence of the Lord. In Psalm 50, God says he summons the heavens and the earth to judge his people. He says, gather to me, my godly ones who have made a covenant by sacrifice. And he gathers them to judge us today. The Lord is calling us together to judge us, to see if we would come under the realm of covenantal faithfulness. Today we present ourselves before the Lord. His promise is this in Psalm 50. If we call upon him in the day of trouble, he will answer us and he will hear us and show mercy to us. I want you to sit right where you are before the presence of the Lord and the presence of the fear of the Lord. What we're going to do is we're going to have presenters. They're going to present different groups before the Lord. You're going to stand when your group is presented. And you say, here am I, Lord. I'm standing before you. And it's not just about this stadium. What goes here goes like shockwaves, we believe, all across the nation. You have been gathered as representatives of the whole generation. to the Lord. This is the day that the Lord has made, and it is good. If we could have everyone from Nashville, Tennessee, greater Nashville, if you would just stand, present yourselves before the Lord. Everyone from greater Nashville. Father God, we thank you for this city. We declare it is a city of light. Father, we thank you for everyone who has come to contend for this city, Lord, and for the heart of the church and for the heart of this nation. And Lord, we say, here we are. We are your people, and you are our God. And God, we present the musicians, the singers, the creative community of Nashville, Tennessee, to you, O Lord. We say that you are the creator of all creators, and you have created us, and we are for you. We are your creators. We give you our music and our, our creative abilities to you. We present ourselves to you that right now. And those of us who walk in spiritual leadership that you've graced here in Greater Nashville, we come to humble ourselves. Pastors and prophets and apostles and evangelists and teachers, business apostles, business prophets, marketplace artists. Lord, we come and we say, increase our hunger for you. Increase our hunger for you. We would be a people of one appetite, of one faith, of one eye. Give us a single eye, Lord God. In so many ways, Nashville is the gateway to the church in America. From this place, let there be a ripple go forth. From this place, oh God, a hunger for you. From this place, oh God, a passion for you. From this place, oh God, ignite the conflict. 
Lord God, and increase our hunger. Lift up your voice and say, oh God, increase my hunger for you. Increase my hunger for you. Lord, we present the African-American church before you, a church that has cried out for justice. I want African-Americans to stand with me. It's cried out for justice in this nation. God, a year before the pilgrims came, slaves came to Jamestown. They were unwilling missionaries that were sent here. God, we said, let the black church rise up for justice. Rise up for righteousness. Let the whole church come together. Let the glory of God resonate from the shores to shore. Oh, God, we thank you that the black church sees your glory. Amen. I'd like to have all the Asian Americans stand up. Right now, there's a tremendous move of the Holy Spirit among Asians. China revival's breaking out. 35% of Indonesians say the largest churches in the world are in Korea. Father, we pray for the revival anointing that's upon the Asian Americans. And Lord, we pray for an activation of greater power and glory and anointing and passion and love that will spread around America, Lord, on campuses throughout the United States. Lord, we thank you for this redemptive gift that you brought Americans to our nation as missionaries and we can go back to our country for your glory and the advancement of your kingdom in Jesus' name. I'm going to ask all Hispanic Latinos to stand up as we get ready to pray. Let's engage with heaven at this very moment on behalf of our people here in the United States of America. Now, Heavenly Father, we come before you, Lord, this day. And we summons heaven, Father, on behalf of the Latino church. We summons heaven, Father, on behalf of the Hispanic people in the United States of America. Lord, we come before you this day. We marry ourselves with you once again. Let there be a spiritual awakening take place among our people. Let the fires of revival begin to flow like a river. God, everywhere, Lord, let us continue to multiply, not just as a people, but as a movement, Father, of Holy Ghost power on the face of this earth. We declare your glory. We declare your power to come forth this day. And we'll give you the honor, the glory, and the praise. Padre, hoy este día nos casamos contigo. Hoy este día salemos del ropero. Hoy este día nos hemos uno contigo. Hoy este día, Padre, declaramos avivamiento en nuestro pueblo. Que hagan una, una, un avivamiento que nunca se ha visto. Dictaremos a ti la honra y la gloria para siempre. Hoy este día, el 777. Okay, Native American Indians, if you are here today, rise up in the name of Jesus Christ. I believe this is a time that we can one more time say, this land belongs to our creator. Native American Indians, rise up in the name of Jesus Christ.
Today I stand here representing the denominations of America. If you attend a denominational church or an interdenominational church or a non-denominational church, I want you to stand. significant today that this gathering is in Nashville, Tennessee. The church in America needs a shaking. We need a new wake-up call, a new awakening in our generation. Today we've come to celebrate, we've come to pray, but we've also come to repent. And right now I want you to lift your hands on behalf of your denomination or your local church. We're asking God today to have mercy on the church in America. Father, I ask you in the name of your holy child to hear our cry from Nashville, Tennessee today. Here we are, Lord, in the buckle of the Bible Belt, in a denominational city, in a denominational south. And we are praying that once again, you will shake the foundations of your church by the power of your spirit. Father, today, forgive us. Forgive us for turning the greatest relationship in all the world into ritual and religion. Break the spirit of religion in a new generation. Okay, please, everyone be seated, unless you are born Jewish. It's wonderful if you consider yourself a spiritual Jew, but I just want the natural-born Jews to stand all over this place. We are presenting ourselves to the Lord as the first fruits. Salvation is of the Jews. Jesus said so. 
all Israel shall be saved. And I speak the words of Isaiah 61 over us prophetically. The spirit of the Lord God is upon us because he has anointed us to bring the good news to our people and the salvation of Israel will bring light from the dead. I want to introduce to you now Senator Sam Brownback. As many of you know, Sam is running for president. However, it's very important to us that you know that he is not here in that capacity. He is not here uh, for political purposes at all. Sam is a friend of Lou, mine, and several of us, and more importantly, he's a friend of the Lord. He has been to four previous calls. He is here just to pray as one of us, Senator Sam Brownback. Thanks, Dad. Welcome to Paul. Welcome. For a nation to move forward, for our nation to move forward, we must establish and move forward in goodness. Goodness leads to greatness. Without goodness, we will not be great. With goodness, there is no limit to the greatness of this nation. We must acknowledge some of our past problems. Righteousness and justice are the two foundations of a healthy society. Righteousness and justice, the foundations of the throne room. Loving kindness and peace and truth go before thee. Righteousness, the vertical, justice, its application. So here today, I ask the Native American leaders here if they would come forward. I would like to acknowledge, and I do acknowledge, the past sins, the official actions of the federal government, and I do this as a U.S. Senator, and I acknowledge the things that we have done wrong, that we have committed as official policy towards the Native Americans, towards the First Nation. I acknowledge it, and I ask for your forgiveness that we might be able to bind together and move forward. I received this on behalf of Native Americans. It's been a long journey to this point. But today I believe that the Father of all is pleased in his heart as we have heard what we've heard today. With all graciousness and authority that I have, I give forgiveness. All what has been done is now past. Let us go forward. Let us work together to make our nation the greatest nation in the whole world. Thank you. And I receive this in Jesus' name. You are forgiven. I would like to acknowledge now, as a U.S. Senator, wrongs committed as official federal policy towards the African-American community. And I'd like to ask my African-American brothers to come forward. 
got to tell you, too, this man has been through a lot. He's had cancer. He's a lot smaller than when I first met him. And he has taught me about righteousness and justice, about righteousness flowing down like waters and justice like a mighty river. And I want to acknowledge, as a U.S. Senator, the wrongs we have committed of slavery, of segregation, of Jim Crow laws. We did it. It was official apology. It was official policy. And I ask for your forgiveness. Thank you. Praise be to God. Praise be to God. Praise be to our God. Hallelujah. Senator, I think it's so important for this group to know that we receive your apology. But the first great awakening and abolition of slavery is one of the social justice acts that was carried with that first move. Second great awakening equally began to talk about this issue of abolishment of slavery and civil rights for African Americans. I believe seminal to the next great awakening in America shall be a colorless society. in which black and white and Hispanics are able to walk together and we'll see ourselves as kingdom people first. Yeah. Hallelujah. We receive your apology and we thank you that the blood of Jesus covers America's sin, releases America into a new dimension of justice and righteousness. We believe the outpouring of the Holy Spirit is upon us in Jesus' name.
and injustice that these would move forward. And one final thing, let us not forget our relationship and our covenant with Israel as a nation, and let us stand with Israel as well. Thank you, people of the call. God bless you all. Thank you. very aware of today, and this is a letter from him. I send greetings to all those gathered for the call in Nashville. Prayer changes hearts, changes lives, and makes us a more compassionate and giving people. Since the earliest days of our country's founding, a prayerful spirit has been an important part of our national character, and it remains a force that guides our people, gives us strength, and sustains us in times of joy and challenge. Millions of our fellow citizens approach our maker each day. We pray as congregations and churches, as families around the dinner table, and as individuals in silence and solitude. We pray for the strength and safety of our nation, for wisdom in times of trial, and for his continued grace in our lives. Americans of many faiths and traditions share the common belief that God hears the prayers of his children and shows grace to those who seek him. When we pray, we acknowledge our total dependence on Almighty God, put our future in his hands, and find that prayer lifts our spirits and transforms our lives. Through prayer, each of us is reminded that we are fallen creatures in need of mercy. And in seeking the mercy and compassion, of a loving God, we grow in mercy and compassion ourselves. The greatest gift the citizen of this country can give to those of us entrusted with authority is to pray for us. And I thank those in our nation who lift all of us up in prayer. At this important time in our history, I ask you to implore his protection upon the brave members of our armed forces and their families. We all pray for the day when God's peace will reign in every heart and in every nation. Ours is an amazing country where people from all walks of faith come together to acknowledge God's sovereignty in our lives and to give thanks for the blessing that the Almighty has granted us. Laura and I applaud you for your strong faith and devotion, and we send our best wishes for a successful event. May God bless you all. And may God bless the United States of America. George W. Bush. I want you to stand with me. The scriptures are very clear. When you come together, first of all, pray for those in authority. We are going to begin today in prayer. And we're going to pray for the President of the United States. We're going to pray for our Senate. We're going to pray for our leaders. They need wisdom and how to deal with the immigration issue with the pain of the Latino peoples and the great Latino peoples that have come to our nation. We need, we need God's mercy and grace. And I want to give encouragement. There was a prophetic word given in 1999 that a burning bush would come out of Texas 
And in the second half of his second term, he would do more to end abortion than any other president in history if the church would pray. We are in the second half of that second term and partial birth abortion has been banned. It's being fulfilled by the prayers of the church. It's not time to stop, it's time to pray. Go ahead, begin to lift your voices and pray for our president right now. Go ahead and pray. Go ahead and lift us, begin to pray. George Bush, a spirit of wisdom and revelation. And we cry out for wisdom that comes from above, whether it's peaceable and gentle and willing to yield. Lord, we stand knowing that you move at the sound of our voices, and God, we lift our president before you. God, we ask for an encounter today, God. Would you visit him? Would you encounter him with a vision, oh God? Would angels go and visit him in Jesus' name? President, that you protect his intimacy with you, God. Even now, would you set a seal of love upon his heart, God? That he would know righteousness, God. That he would deal according to your ways, God. Father, we ask right now for President Bush that you would give him courage to do that which is right, Father, that he would continue to end abortion in this nation. Father, if you give us a third seat, Father, we ask for courageous leadership in this hour, that he would put a young man or a woman in that seat, God, who would end abortion in this nation, in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you that right now you are silencing every tongue that rises against our leader in judgment. And you're showing it to be in the wrong. And I pray, God, for a force greater than the wickedness that has tried to stop the move of God in this nation to begin to come forth out of the White House, begin to visit our president with dreams and visions and prophetic unction from the very throne of God. Father, we pray for our president, Lord. We ask in the name of Jesus that every every evil counselor around the Lord will be cut off in the name of Jesus. We cut off every evil counselor, every occult influence, every counselor from a Hithophel. We swat it right now in the name of Jesus. We say he will give heed to the blameless way. He will only have counselors around him who are blameless in the name of Jesus. I, I sense that we're to do something right the Bible's very clear that you are not to speak wickedly against the ruler. There's a rebellious spirit that came in in 67 that came against authority, rebellion, and if the church is not careful, it carries that spirit into the situation. 40 years later, if you have been critical, not that you can't speak truth, but with a critical, angry, hateful spirit, you have become a part of a movement that's not of God. I want to break that thing right now by giving thanks to God for our president for the ending of partial birth abortion begin a praise and a thanksgiving to shatter this hate 
something bigger than who they are. We ask you for the sake of your purpose in this nation, release divine wisdom. God, we ask you to turn this thing around, the spirit of murder, the spirit of abortion. We ask you to end it in the second half of his tongue. We ask you before he's out of office that abortion in America would be illegal. Father, we dare to believe you for this in the name of Jesus. We don't put our confidence in a man. We ask you from heaven, Jesus, King of Kings, glorious Jesus, glorious God, move and breathe upon the political process. I ask you for the very breath of God, your breath upon the spirit of these legislators to stir them in the night with a dream. I ask that you would disturb them in the night with a heavenly dream. Break in, Lord. Release your very breath upon their spirit. Believers and unbelievers alike, let them receive the impulse of your heart. I'm going to take one more moment before we're finished. I'm going to ask everyone in the room just to be quiet for just a moment. Everyone in the stadium, we're going to invite the Holy Spirit. He's going to ask to bring every conversation to an end for just a moment. Holy Spirit. Beloved, Luke called us to bless the president, to bless the governmental official, not to agree with wrong things, but to bless them and to say no to this rebellious spirit it is so acceptable in the church to rail against our authorities with a spirit that is not from god and i want to ask every one of us here and every one of our viewers as god tv is showing this thing to millions around the world concerning your own governmental officials in your own homes and, and, and towns and villages and nations i want to ask the lord to forgive me. And I want you to actually do this. Don't just nod your head when I pray. But say your own words to the Father. It's not enough that we bless the President. We must confess the fact we have spoken things that are not of his spirit against our President, against senators, against governors, even unrighteous men. We have spoken against them with a wrong spirit, not in redemptive ways. And the Lord said, it's not enough just to bless them. You must own what you have done. You must renounce it, and I will forgive you, and I will put this influence off of our nation, the influence that we have brought by our own negative speech. So Holy Spirit, I ask you right now, I ask you right now, to speak to every single one of us, from 12-year-old to 90-year-old. I ask you to forgive me for sarcasm. I ask you to forgive me for the rolling of the eyes and the wagging of the head. Men in office and women in office, that was not redemptive, that was not helpful. It was amusing, it was entertaining, it was not the Spirit of God. I ask you to forgive me for this, Father. God, I want to stand before your throne with a clean spirit and cry out for the righteous and the unrighteous to receive the wisdom of God.
to your heart and to your ways. So I ask us here in America, in this stadium, and those that are viewing through God TV and the nations of the world, God, we pray. And beloved, I'm asking you not to just to watch me right now and not just to nod your head. I'm asking you to say words to our Heavenly Father. He will take us serious. And that's how we turn the spirit around that we've released even in our own nation. Father, forgive us. And Lord, now we bless President Bush. God, we ask you to give him divine wisdom. And God, we stand with the court of heaven and we ask you to turn this thing around before he's out of office. We ask you in the name of Jesus and we receive your forgiveness in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for the prayers for government officials. I want to acknowledge one more. Mark, would you come up? We have just had a very divisive, negative discussion of immigration. And I want to say to my Latino brothers, forgive us for that and for that negative, divisive statements, communications. We want you in America. We love you. And we ask you to forgive us for those sorts of comments. I ask that as a U.S. Senator. We accept that, Senator, on behalf of the people, that we be truly cared about this country and America. And we want to make sure that we continue to be a blessing and ultimately bring revival to this country. 